Hello everyone, I'm Aaron Pollock. Welcome back for episode 2 of Cold Wave Soundcheck, a show dedicated to highlighting the artists playing at the Cold Wave's 4 Music Festival in Chicago. This year, the two-day festival is September 25th and 26th at Metro. Thursday night the 24th is a kickoff show featuring Acumen Nation with Rabbit Junk and Dissector at Double Door. Tickets available at DoubleDoor.com. Friday night at Metro, the acts are Godflesh, Lust Mord, Lead Into Gold, Author and Punisher, Purian, Lab Report, and Two from the Eye. Then Saturday, the acts are Frontline Assembly, Pop Will Eat Itself, Severed Heads, Cocksure, High Functioning Flesh, Rorschach Test, and Human Traffic. Tickets available at MetroChicago.com. Last week, we spoke to Tristan Schoen from Author and Punisher. This week, we talked to Matt Schultz. This is Lab Report. in 89 i had uh, a friend of mine had designed this weirdly wonky stringed instrument back in the late 80s 
And then I had redesigned it into a more efficient form. And it was called the ATG, the anti-tank guitar. And we kind of used this. That was my primary instrument. And I played with Eric Pounder and Chris Blazin back in the, you know, this would have been 90 now. And we were just doing like really dark ambient, you know, um, throbbing gristle-esque type stuff. And so that's kind of uh, how it started. And uh, I met Martin Atkins, and he signed us to Invisible Records in 91. It was all improvisational stuff, first of all. And so we would improv these just really what I considered kind of psychotic, dark atmospheres. Um, back then, I mean, I knew what we were doing, say, musically, but I say conceptually, I didn't really know wholly until later in my life and, and really what it was was shadow practice. Um, that's how I define it now. It's just shamanic shadow practice. Um, so what we were doing, I felt all the time in interviews back in the nineties, I would say we were trying to express the collective unconsciousness of American culture or capitalistic culture, the psychosis that exists. And to a large degree, the music was really created uh, oddly enough. And, and people don't believe this now. I, I created the music as it was a cathartic purge. So it was a vomit for me to make that music. It was interesting to listen to, but to a large degree, I kind of made it as say a reflexive mirror for people to go like, Oh my God, this is so horrific. You know, we should look in a different direction. It sounds really strange. And I don't mean that to be preachy or anything, but I really did want to be like, this is how dark everything is. We need to kind of, I wanted it to be a beacon of light of where not to go. I mean, people enjoyed listening to it, but I think there was a weird thing that people started kind of worshiping this super dark ambient. And, and I think ourselves kind of got caught up in really expressing this dark side. And we started getting fan mail from kids that were like, I love what you do. I want to kill everybody I know. And that's where then we were like, wow, this really can't continue in its form. You know what I mean? We It, it was being strangely bastardized and i remember there how the whole band dissolved in 95 was this eric my colleague at that time a cohort bandmate it was his turn to answer the fan mail and we'd gotten one letter from a very disturbed kid that was like you know i hate my parents i hate everybody i want to kill them all and kill myself and i said oh my god you know i used to spend a lot of time writing these people back this is totally true i would write these like really extensive kind of armchair psychological letters back to people, like trying to encourage them, like, hey, the world's not that bad. You know, this stuff is created to kind of move you out of the dark side, right? And um, Eric, I said, what'd you write him back? Like, you know, that must have taken you like, Jason, I wrote him back and told him to do it. And I said, this band is over. Like, I remember that whole thing. And that's how it dissolved. Are you listening?
So this is your first live show in 15 years? Yeah, the la- and it's funny because the last live show played with a band was at the Cabaret Metro, and it would have been the late 90s. I knew Jamie, and, and I know all the other guys, Jason Novak, and, and I know everybody. I mean, we were all in that scene together back in the day, you know? And so, um, you know, I'd heard about them doing it, and, and uh, it was just, it's, it's fantastic that they've put this entire package together, and for the charity, the, the suicide hotline, I mean, everything. I just, I so love this, and, and they actually got a hold of me this year, and were like, would you like to participate? And I was completely honored. I mean, it's a real honor to come back, so I was like, sure, you know, whatever you need to make it happen, I mean, we'll do it, you know? Because um, I support the cause, too. I, 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 I think there's a, I mean, you, from what I said, you can see the direct correlation I have between, you know, even creating music that I think caused, say, certain issues or that responsibility. So we're going to come back now. It's kind of nice to, um, because I mean, I'm not reforming Lab Report. We're not, we're doing it. We're doing this one-off thing to support the benefit. And to me, it, it makes sense. It's like a perfect loop. You know, it's like the last kind of, maybe it's my penance that I can pay back. Uh, for, you know, um, some of that fan mail, you know, I guess that's kind of how I look at it. I think uh, what we're going to do, because we, we're short set and we're one of the early bands, um, but we're definitely going to actually play a couple songs off Figure X71. So we're going to start at the beginning and then we're going to end up pop probably where I am now. So ideally, the first song is going to be the first song off the first album, and the last song will be from probably Mandala's that I'm doing now. So you will be able to have the entire, say, you know, 25 years of difference very much condensed into that 30 minutes. And you'll have those anti-tank guitars on stage? I'm reconstructing the the original pig face one, which is this eight foot behemoth. Um, Ideally, I'm going to reconstruct that one. I have the two other smaller metal ones. Again, if you want to see what the anti-tank guitars look like, you can go to labreport.com and check them out there. And I'm working with Jason because what we'd like to do, what I would like to do is auction off the original pig face ATG and then give select proceeds to the charity. So, and then what we'd like to do, and this will probably happen um, in August and September, closer to the show, is put that up for auction. The highest bidder gets it, and then they get the two tickets that I have. I get two free tickets because we're playing to the show, so you could come see the show for free, you know, because you won the auction. And then after the show, we'll literally package up the ATG and hand it to you. Are there any other bands from the, from the lineup at Cold Waves that you're looking forward to seeing? Oh my God. Well, yeah. I mean, all of them really. I mean, that's, what's so great. It's I'm, I'm totally honored to be playing with like this. Just these guys are amazing. There's so many great, amazing God flesh. I mean, come on and um, pop lead itself. Every one of them led into gold. All this is just fantastic bands. I think I, I this is going to be like one of the most exciting shows and kind of a fun reunion too. I think, you know, for all of us to be together again. And then at the Metro too, you know, which is kind of like the home base for everybody. It's just really amazing. It's going to be an amazing show. Thank you. 
From the album Terminal, you heard Progression, Becoming Aware, and Ascent. For more information on Matt Schultz and Lab Report, go to labreport.com and mattschultz.com. Follow us on SoundCloud or subscribe to the show through iTunes or your favorite podcast app with the links found in the show notes to keep up with new episodes coming every Wednesday in July and August. Our opening music is Monster Zero by Acumen Nation. Join us next week as we talk to Sanford Parker from Two From The Eye. Our closing segment each episode is dedicated to Acumen Nation and DJ AccuCrack member and sound engineer Jamie Duffy, a.k.a. Kid Knobs, who is the inspiration for the Cold Waves Festival. This week, Dan Neat from the Clay People remembers the first time he met Jamie. I, I really want to, you know, start... Like I was saying before, like in 93 at the Avalon, you know, which was our first show, first Clay People show, the, you know, Chase had, you know, said he wanted to put someone on the guest list, you know, and I'm thinking who in Chicago would even know who we are, you know, and he puts one name down, you know, and it was Jamie Duffy, you know, and that was, that was the one person the guest list, you know, you know, and I was all excited. And, and then, you know, at the show, you know, uh, this, you know, a guy, this long haired kid walks up to me and he was a kid, you know. Long hair, you know, black clothes, and he, you know, he, he walks up to me and he goes, you know, I'm Jamie Duffy, and I, I might not even be saying exactly how it happened, but you know, how how I remember it is that you know he came up and he's like, you know, I'm Jamie Duffy, and I, you know, I was like, he's like, thanks for putting me on the guest list, and I was like, and I was like, That's, you know, great, and he's like, I have your record. Uh, at the time we we just released Fire Tribe, which was our first recon release, and. He's like, I love the album, he said. And, you know, that's great to hear because, you know, we're in, a, we're in a brand new town. You know, I don't know anybody. And this is the hub. This is like the, the, the industrial mecca in Chicago, you know. And there's one guy that came out to see us. There's a few people there, but one guy specifically. And he asked me if we were playing Dead Man. And I say, I was like, yeah, of course we are, you know. And he was like, you know, said, well, I know all the words, you know. Can I come up and sing it with you? You know, and I thought that was kind of ballsy, actually, you know, to say, can I come up and sing with your band? And I was like, sure. I was like, come up and sing it. And, you know, and it was the very last song of the set, and we, we broke into it. And I'm like, you know, and I look at him, and he, and, he, and he breaks into the song. And I'm like, he doesn't know any of the fucking words. <laughs> I had no fucking idea what this guy was singing. But it was so cool, and it was rock and roll. And that's where I first met Jamie Duffy.